SAFM, leading the conversation. Night Talk with Oliver Dixon. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. You're listening to Night Talk. My name is Oliver Dixon. And uh, we're talking Zimbabwe election, at least while the aftermath thereof. Um, I'm in conversation with the president of the United Zimbabwe Alliance, Elizabeth Valerio. Elizabeth, uh, let's perhaps for a second uh, uh, just focus on women in Zimbabwean politics. You stand out, uh, particularly because you're a woman and the only one that has been on the presidential uh, ballot out of 10 candidates. Um, Triple C has had women in, in, in their leadership ranks uh, participate, at least contesting for parliamentary seats. Uh, the uh, the likes of advocate Fadzaya Mahere, for instance, being a prominent uh, figure uh, on the opposition spectrum. Is there a sufficient space uh, for women to participate in Zimbabwean politics? And can that be a source of change? Well, I think certainly a source of change. Um, that is is one of the biggest, uh, you know, possibilities in terms of us being able to change the the, the complexion and the landscape within Zimbabwe, uh, in in particular with regards to politics. Now we've got some amazing women who've, uh, you know, been exemplary in terms of uh, the work they've done to pave the way for women in politics. But we have a really long way to go in, in Zimbabwe. Um, it, it's a difficult space for women to participate in. I think if you look at the statistics, uh, the number of women participating is just simply not enough. Uh, demographically, we are more than 50% of the population. Uh, I think women are about 40, 54%. Uh, but at the end of the day, we are falling short. And this is despite the fact that there are uh, laws in place to ensure equal representation of women. Um, but I do think that women, if we could increase the number in terms of uh, representation in government, um, could definitely change the dynamic. And you would see, um, you know, <laughs> I, I hate to contrast men and women and in terms of like our um, our ability to govern uh, fairly and represent the interests of people equally. Uh, but I think you would see a very different outlook because women are just in general, the way that we are, we're, you know, we're, we're built and programmed. We, we are more nurturing, we're more concerned about the whole society. Um, and I think you'd find that uh, government will be a little bit less um, compromised or, or corrupt uh, if you've got more women in, in government. Again, I'm, I'm speaking from the position of being a woman, but I, I have also worked actively to try to nurture women in politics. Um, and as you mentioned, there are quite a number of women who now are in our government or who have served in government previously, yeah. um, you know, that have, have done great work. Yeah. Let's have a listen at some of these WhatsApp voice notes that has come through on our WhatsApp line. Uh, good evening, Oliver. It's Edward. Uh, Oliver, uh, take into consideration that your guest is related to ZNPF people. I won't expect much from him. But I've got just one question. I would want you to uh, to hear your views on our quest for a diaspora vote. Yep. Elizabeth, you want to respond to that? Sure. First of all, let me address the issue of being related to ZANU-PF. Um, I think in Zimbabwe, there are a lot of people related to a lot of people. Um, yeah. And that was something that I think a lot of, um, you know, I, I don't know who was targeting us, but a lot of people tried to point 
out the fact that I do have a relative who was in the government in Zimbabwe. Uh, he was the former minister of health, Obadiah Moyo. He is my uncle. He was the younger brother to my mom. I didn't get to choose my family, but if you can only, from my perspective, understand that I'm actually working to fight against my own family yeah. because I do not agree with what they are doing in our country. I think Zimbabweans should be represented equally throughout this country. And it's very unfair that so many people are so impoverished and living a very unfair life in a very wealthy country. So I'm fighting for the average Zimbabwean and me being related to someone doesn't change who I am. I don't get to choose my blood, my, my family. Um, but that said, um, your question is, is um, you know, certainly uh, very important. Um, and I do think that the diaspora within, uh, you know, from Zimbabwe, people who are living all around the world are being deprived of their right, uh, their constitutional right to choose their leaders. So just as every Zimbabwean who is living on Zimbabwean soil has the right to vote, I do believe in our political party, UZA, believes that Zimbabweans, wherever they are, should be able to go to an embassy or at least use an electronic vote. They should be part of this process of selecting the government. So you are being deprived of your right if you didn't come home to vote. Um, and certainly as Uza, as president of the United Zimbabwe Alliance, I pledge to ensure that every Zimbabwean is given the right to vote, regardless yeah. of where you're living. Yeah. Let's have a listen at this. What's a voice note? Good evening, Oliver. Good evening, my favorite. Good evening, my boss. Great show always with your team in studio. Ah, it's Ango JJ, the truck driver. You know, Oliver, thanks for this show, for this topic, for Zim. You know, Oliver, to be honest, there is no democracy in Zimbabwe. Everything is all about the ruling parties. That is that. There's no democracy. What is needed in these African countries for those parties who doesn't want to be removed when they've been overcome by the opposition parties is the coup. That's the best, Olive. Yeah, I think we've spoken about that in 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 a great deal uh, uh, already. Perhaps to to, yeah. to 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 button off our conversation on 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 this last theme. What what next for you and your party? What what does the building project look like for you over the next four or five years leading up to the next election cycle? Um, and 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 what is the uh, the selling point that you would hope Zimbabweans are able to see uh, in your party? Yeah. So um, you know, I think. Just to the point that was made by the previous uh, caller, look, I think a lot of work has to be done to change the mindset of Zimbabweans, because it's true that a lot of Zimbabweans think that there are only two political parties in Zimbabwe. Um, I think the two political parties are closely aligned to some extent, and people just don't realize it. Uh, but ultimately, people have to start thinking about what democracy really is, and what a government is, and what a government does. And that's part of what comes for us as a political party. Uza is going to spend a lot of time on voter education, working on the mindset of Zimbabweans, helping them to understand the value of their vote, um, helping the citizens to understand that, you know, your vote really is secret because I think there was a lot of intimidation as people were going to the ballot. A lot of people thought that even if they voted, you know, um, outside of ZANU-PF, for example, they would be found out. 
So there's a lot of work we need to do to change the mindset. But I think also as a political party, we're very different from other parties because we want to really capacitate the citizens. And so we're going to spend a lot of time also on uplifting society, uh, capacitating uh, leaders, uh, women in particular. We want to see more women with their own needs. So that way, as we get to the next election cycle, we have more women represented on the ballot. We were very proud as Uza to have the most, the highest proportion of women contesting in this election. Unfortunately, we didn't get any onto seats, but certainly building up towards the next election, we will work very hard to strengthen the capacity of our, our leaders. Uh, we are building a government in waiting. So that means that already we start practicing as councillors, as uh, members of parliament, ensuring that the, the leaders that we're cultivating are ready to serve in the next government. So that's the work we'll be, we'll be really committed to. Um, I will add also that as a party, we are building actual companies. So already we are incubating 30 companies. So we want to create jobs. We want to ensure we're working with young people as well as uh, women. You know, that, that is really the two de demographics we're putting a lot of emphasis on um, and helping people create their own companies, create jobs within Zimbabwe so that we can bring Zimbabweans back even from South Africa and from other countries to be part of the economy of our country. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time this evening. I really, really do appreciate it, uh, Elizabeth Valario. All the best for the next couple of years as you build, uh, as you invest into uh, Zimbabwe's democracy um, and hopefully it yields the sort of results that you hope for the country. Elizabeth Valario, the president of the United Zimbabwe Alliance.